1: miss to, to the top. You're tuned in to
2: the Eagle
1: Hour. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. I'm Bob Getty. I'm in the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Kelly and Luke are on the road again today. They're at Ramey Motors in Purvis, one of our favorite hangouts. We'll be going to the guys here very shortly. Opening segment of the show sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Let me tell you, I had lunch there today. I had the brisket. Uh, coleslaw, and fried okra. Man, uh, just fantastic. I want to thank Dickie's Barbecue for their support of the Eagle Hour, and I uh, hope that the next time you're in the market for barbecue, you will be sure that uh, you choose Dickie's. All right, Heath Hitton is with us right now. He's uh, with Big Old Nation, and uh, Heath, we're glad to have you on the show. How are you?
3: I'm good. How's everybody doing today?
1: Well, we're good. I think we've lost the guys at Ramey's. Hang on with me one second, Heath. and uh... Okay. Let me see if I can get them hooked back up. But but in the interim, uh, we do have Heath Hinton, and uh, we appreciate you being on, uh, guy. A big game tonight. A uh, lot of lot of activity in Hattiesburg with graduation and Middle Tennessee in town. You know, Heath, I, I saw some of the naysayers, of course, on the internet after the midweek loss uh, to Southeastern Louisiana. But here's the reality: here's a baseball team, Southern Miss, eighty percent of its roster, freshmen and sophomores, ranked nineteenth in the country. Uh, have a top 25 RPI, a lot to play for uh, this weekend against Middle Tennessee.
3: Sure. And, and also, let's not forget, Southeast Louisiana, now they're 26-16. and 16. It's not like they're a scrub or a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. They're a good team. And plus, think of this, in normal weeks, normal throughout the season, a midweek game, a normal midweek game puts a strain on any any team Cause you're playing four games. Now it's playing five games in a week. So, uh, you know, it, it was a fifth game. It is what it is. Southern Miss had been good in midweek games, but once again, midweek games, some of them have fallen on those weird weekends where you got four games each weekend, some have not. It's just uh, take a step back, midweek, fifth game of the week, go on, you'd rather win conference games than you would throw in, you know, Throwing your good pitchers in a fifth game of the week,
1: right? I mean, you're not going to throw your good pitchers in a midweek game. They're not that important. But where do where do you see this playing out right now? Southern Miss has Middle Tennessee, and then you're going to have a tough road trip. Florida Atlantic, four games is going to be difficult. But uh, what what do the Eagles have to do to get to the spot in the postseason they want to be in? And I'm going to assume, Heath, you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm going to assume. That goal would be to secure a number two seed uh, in a tournament.
3: I think you got to win three or four, and maybe split next weekend to be a number two. I I think they've done enough this season to kind of secure a number two spot. If they go two and two uh, the next two weekends, make a good run in a tournament. But I think they've done enough this season that they're that they're looking like a number two seed. Thirty-three, thirty-four wins and get them th- uh, a number two seed. I-, I think they're in good shape there going forward. Now, of course, they fall off the rails. I think they're going to get in no matter what. I don't think, uh, you know, the last two weekend series are going to keep them out of the NCAA's with the fourth-rated conference in the country. So, uh, I-, I think they're in the tournament for sure. To secure number two, you need to win four games, maybe five.
1: I hate to bring this up, but but every projection seems to show the Golden Eagles headed to Starkville. Is that what you see?
3: Yeah, I, I saw that. I've seen one where the, when I'm going to East Carolina, I like that. I mean, going to Starkville, you, you got to if you're a two seed in Southern Miss, you got to figure if Starkville or Oxford hosted, you would probably go up there or go somewhere rather close. LSU's not doesn't like they're going to host, so I don't think they're going to jump start will send us to Fate Wheel, but they have in the past. So right. we'll see. But yeah, I could see us at a two and start With which look, Southern is won games up there. They beat state. It's not like, you know, Southern can't compete against state. I don't mind it actually. I think it's uh, a good thing.
1: I like the East Carolina thing. Where did you see that?
3: I think I saw it a couple of weeks on uh, baseball America, one of those sites. They had us going to East Carolina. I like that. I don't see us jumping over uh, with travel and what there's still scared of COVID. So I don't see us jumping over and going up there. But uh, I did like that going to East Carolina. That would be fun.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you look for this weekend?
3: Look for Southern Miss to get back to their winning ways. Uh, hopefully take three or four. Maybe uh, get a complete sweep. Look, Middle Tennessee's not a bad team. They got some guys who can hit the baseball. One thing they do, and uh, – Man, they steal a lot of bases. Man, they have had a uh, – they've attempted 126 steals, been successful 92 times. Really? As compared to Southern Miss, who's attempted 42 steals, been successful 29 times. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Scott Berry run the bases more this year than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. So these guys like to steal. Uh, they like to get runners on base, like to cause commotion. The biggest thing is not allow that to happen, no walks, no hit batters. Uh, make them put the ball in play and, and keep keep runners off the base pass.
1: Right. Uh, you know, this team had a winning record coming into last weekend. Now, they lost four games uh, to Louisiana Tech, but uh, you never know on a given night, Heath. You get the right pitcher up there, you can make it tough on your opponent. Middle Tennessee will not be, you know, won't be an easy four games and out, I don't think.
3: And look, they're fighting for to make the tournament. Well, a lot of people, they're still fighting to make the tournament. They still might not make the tournament. It's not coming into Southern Miss and, you know, losing three or four after getting swept by La Tech, that would be really damaging to their even tournament hopes. So looking at that, they're going to come in and play with everything they got. This is a team that's desperate right now, so don't think this is going to be a cakewalk by any stretch. I expect this to be a very much a, a tough series, and a series that you're going to get everything that Middle Tennessee has.
1: Right, right. All right. What do the Golden Eagles have to do? You know, obviously, one of the problems is uh, three hits on Wednesday night against Southeastern Louisiana. Pitching is always, I think, good, but uh, you know, Heath, tell me if I'm wrong, but but I think this, I think this is the um, this is the Achilles heel of the Golden Eagles is. The the number of times they get two and three runners on base with one out or no out and, and fail to produce a run, and I think that's I think that's the Achilles heel of this team that could show up and really hurt them when postseason play starts. You agree?
3: I do agree. How many times we've we seen this year runners on first and second with uh, one or less than one out and not get anybody home? Last game bases loaded, nobody out. Get three straight outs after that. Uh, you see it a lot with this team. I, they're going to have to change that. Whatever they've got to do, when you get the bases loaded and your next three guys or your three, four, five guys in the lineup, basically load nobody out, you expect to get a couple of runs out of that at least. right? At least get one. Uh, one run there would have been a difference. Two runs would have made a big difference. That needs to happen. Um, Gabe Montenegro's been in a little slump. Uh, leading off, not been getting on. Um, he needs to get back hitting. I think he sets the table for Trimble. Uh, Trimble's a good guy to drive in runs, but there's nobody on base for him. Mm-hmm. Don't have anybody to drive in. So I like. I think Gabe needs to, you know, kind of come out of his slump a little bit. And then the bottom half of the order has been playing a lot better here lately. So uh, we'll see what happens, but. It's going to be a tough series for Southern Miss, that's
1: for sure. I'm going to put you in the coach's position. Every team we've played this year, with the exception of Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee, maybe it has something to do with that part of the country. Those coaches have declined to come on the show and talk about their baseball teams. Uh, Such was the case with Middle Tennessee's head coach. What kind of ball team is this? Is this an offensive team? Is this a team with good pitching? Is this a mediocre team? What do you see, Heath? It's uh, kind of
3: like Southern Miss to a certain extent. you got a team with a combined ERA of 3.88. It's not bad on the season. Uh, you got some starters that, uh, you know, they've got a starter that has an ERA of 2.77, 3.26, 3.97. So guys that have under a 4 ERA, you're going to get good pitching. You're going to get guys that get on base. They don't have gaudy numbers at the plate. Only really have one guy that's above 300. Uh, Some floating around 290 and then, you know, 260. Kind of like Southern Miss, get guys on base. Get them on base, get them over, steal, uh, create your own commotion on the bases. That's why keeping them off the base and not getting any walks or hit batters is going to be huge this weekend for Southern Miss.
1: All right, hang on if you will, Heath. I'm going to hold you through the break. Uh, We're about to take a break. Going to try to reconnect with the guys down at Ramey Motors in Purvis. That's where... They are this afternoon. We've got Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation on the show with us as well. We'll continue our conversation with Heath. Hopefully rejoin the guys as well. Stick around the Eagle Hour rolls along on a Friday afternoon. Miss, to the top, top. you're tuned in
2: to the Eagle Hour.
1: And we're glad you're with us on a Friday afternoon. Bob Getty, I'm in the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Beautiful, not a cloud in the sky day. Going to be a great night at Pete Taylor Park, the last Friday night of the baseball season. That's rather sad. But uh, Middle Tennessee in town, and uh, we're all looking for a sweep by the Golden Eagles. To come into the game ranked number 19th in the coaches' poll this afternoon. You know, what a great year for Conference USA, Heath. Uh, USM number 19, Louisiana Tech 14, Old Dominion number 20, Charlotte number 22. When was the last time, if ever, we saw four CUSA teams in the top 25?
3: Uh, maybe back, uh, When uh, I'm thinking about it, maybe Rice, Southern Miss, uh, back in the old Conference USA days, when Rice first came aboard, maybe back then, but I don't, I don't know. We've seen four teams in the top twenty-five, especially top twenty-five RPI is pretty impressive.
1: Right, all right. The guys are at Remy Motors down in Purvis. You, you with me, guys? Are y'all, y'all back? We're here. Okay, how you feeling there, brother? I, I know you're a little banged up. You're, you're, we should point out Luke Johnson's playing hurt today.
0: Um, I think I'm gonna be good. I'm I'm not a game time decision. I'm I'm back in the lineup. The knee's actually bent at 90 degrees right now, so yeah. I'm working it out here. Uh, we we were we went and they got a new brand new Ford Bronco. Went and checked that out. Gravely uh, mowers everywhere. I'm not gonna do anything on my feet today, Bob. If I do anything, you know, live, it'll be on a lawnmower or a side by side. You brought you, you're, that's you're traveling
1: wise. with a nurse, aren't you?
0: Yeah, we actually have a nurse. Lauren Johnson will be the guest picker for segment today.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk just a little bit about Conference USA Baseball coming into the weekend. Florida Atlantic plays at Western Kentucky. Marshall is at Charlotte, Old Dominion at Texas, San Antonio. Rice at UAB. Louisiana Tech at Florida International. Middle Tennessee at USM. Uh, Luke Johnson, barring something really unforeseen, I just I don't see much change in the Western Division standing uh with Louisiana Tech a game and a half ahead of the Golden Eagles.
0: I don't either. Uh, I think Tech has uh, kind of righted the ship. Lane probably lit into them pretty good after that Marshall series. And Tech's down at FIU, though. You know, uh, down in Miami, you never know what might happen. I figure they probably will drop one down there. Wouldn't be surprised if they did. So, Eagles uh, can't lay an egg in game one tonight. They need to take game one and, and look for a sweep.
1: Yeah, Kelly Sander, what uh, what do you see the Golden Eagles having to do? I mean, obviously, I guess hit the ball a little better is where you start.
2: Well, anytime anytime you're playing in conference play, even if it's the worst team in the league versus the best team in the league, realistically, the best you should expect, realistically, again, is, a, is three out of four. Uh, because the game of baseball itself, you know, unless you're playing the Detroit Tigers, who are miserable, um, you know, you, it's just it's just the type of game. It's so hard to beat somebody four four straight times. And really, when you look at this weekend's slate, probably the one that's the most attractive, as far as teams um, you know that are close in the standings, is the Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee series. Um, one question I want to throw out there: Do we know because the Eagles still have that half game kind of hanging out there that they didn't get in against the Roadrunners? Is that game going to be played, and, and and if not, then how is that going to affect the overall standings? Yeah, I, I, Heath make an ad on that. I haven't heard that they're
0: going to do it, and anything they play after uh, the FAU series next week, uh, you know, if they play a conference team, it won't count for conference. Oh. So, Heath, it just looks like going into um, you know, into the conference tournament, the, the Eagles won't make up that half game for sure.
3: No, I, I don't think they would. They might, you know, if it really determines – An outcome, say Southern Miss is a half game behind, and if they play that game, they could actually win. You know, the division. You might could make a case for that. But man, there's a lot of logistics have to get in place to get them over here. Uh, Flights, things at the last minute, be awfully hard to do, and that would be a tough bus ride for them to come all the way to San Antonio. So I don't think it will matter, but it would be shameful if the season ended and Southern Miss is a half a game behind Louisiana Tech because we're
2: right
1: now. one time before. I remember Florida Atlantic won the regular season championship Heath by a half a game and that was a game that Southern Miss did not get to play.
3: But did they have a week at the end of the season that no, they separated they not, for no.
2: makeup games? That's different no. this year. Right. As in years past. So. I, and one of the... And, one of the things that might go into determining whether that game gets played is the tiebreakers beyond that okay so if if let's say hypothetically it does come down to southern miss finishing behind law tech by half a game the game i i would think man I, i'm like you bob it would be a real bummer if you mm-hmm. got to have a chance to to be the number one seed uh in a tournament right um, could make a big difference, but they would have to predetermine those other tiebreakers. Right? Would it make a difference if they ended up tied with Louisiana Tech? Does Louisiana Tech have the tiebreakers anyway? And I'm sure they'd have to go four or five deep to figure that out right. as to who has the advantage of those two teams. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, Mr. Kelly, that uh,
3: La Tech would have the tiebreaker from head-to-head matchups. It would probably work out in that favor. But the thing that would be a problem is if Southern Miss finishes the season, you know, a half a game behind, or, or even a game ahead, La Tech could say, hey, they need to play that game because if they lose it, Southern Miss may not have a first-round buy in the conference tournament. Well, That's why the leading yes, division is so important, because the conference tournament seedings and first-round buys.
2: Yeah, we were looking at it, obviously, from Southern Miss's standpoint, but Tech could indeed make that argument, and it would be a legitimate argument. I think, you know, when when there is a lot on the line as far as seating goes for the conference, uh, I don't think there's any doubt. We all kind of agree that there's no doubt that those four teams now in Conference USA are a pretty safe bet to get postseason bids. Oh. But still, you know, winning a conference championship is pretty cool. Thing. Uh,
1: let me throw this around the horn for all three of you. We'll start with you guys then at Ramey's. Uh, this is the last weekend series here and and normally there would be another weekend series here we We got shorted a weekend of baseball here with this four game uh weekend set that they had all conference teams play. We didn't speak to a single coach that liked it. I think it was a horrendous idea. I think it really sucks, and I think in the end it's going to hurt some of the teams. Uh, at the end of the year from just a fatigue standpoint. Kelly Center, your thoughts about this experiment we had uh, this year and whether or not the conference needs to get back to regular three-game weekend series.
2: The conference's job is to do what the teams in the conference want it to do. It is there to serve the members of the conference. Considering all the coaches said they didn't like it, uh, I think that I think you could bet nearly your mortgage that they won't do it again next year. But where we have been critical of Conference USA in years past on any number of things, I right, pull out Santa Claus's list. Um, you have to give credit to the league for one thing, and that is trying different things. You remember the pod system for basketball. A couple of years ago, to try to help RPIs to possibly get a second team into the league, into the postseason tournament. I mean, so if you know, if if you keep doing what you, what you've been doing, um, you're going to get the same results. So, conference USA has not been afraid to roll the dice as far as trying those things. Have they worked? Not necessarily. But you do have to, conversely, if you're going to criticize them, you have to give them credit for taking some chances along the way. Luke.
0: Here's the, here's the only thing the four-game series have helped. It, it has allowed the top four teams in, in the league to stay high in RPI because I don't know if Charlotte Old Dominion, uh, us or Tech – so specifically us, I mean, even though we lost five times to Louisiana Tech, the fact that we got to play them eight times certainly has boosted our RPI, and when you look at RPI today, Charlotte's at 11, Old Dominion's at 14, Tech's at 19, we've actually dropped a couple more spots, we're 25 going into this weekend, I'm looking at Warren Nolan. But the, the eight games has certainly helped, it, it kept Old Dominion, so Old Dominion wasn't, you know, the that last weekend they wouldn't have been losing to a sub-150 team or a sub-200 team, and so I, I do think that's the one positive, I don't think anybody else likes it. I'm not in favor of it. I want to go back to a, a three-game weekend because the, the situations, like last weekend, you shouldn't have a kid like Walker Powell, who's accustomed all season long to throwing in Saturday at 2 o'clock. He's, his start's moved up a day early. A team is accustomed to you know playing 1-2-1 like that, and they have to turn around within 24 hours and play a doubleheader. I, I just don't like doubleheaders on two days in a row also.
1: All right, Heath, minute left. Your thoughts, will the league go back to the standard Three game weekend set next year.
3: Let's hope not. Uh, in conference play, I want twenty seven innings of baseball, not thirty two. Um, it's just it's too much baseball to be put on these kids, and then ask them to play a midweek game. Sometimes uh, you, add, you 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 kind of say, yeah, conference yes, they did this, but why they didn't have to? There was no need for it. No other conferences were doing this. Why wow. not do it? Yeah, it helps with the RPI, and I could say, yeah, but Southern Miss and Montech would play each other six times anyway because they're travel partners. So it, it, so would Charlotte and uh O D U because they're travel partners. So the two extra games did it make that big of a difference? Not that sure it did. Just sometimes you know, this to mess with stuff for the sake of messing with stuff it is not a great idea, of course, conference, they not known to make brilliant moves. We all know that. So um You know, I'd be glad when they go back to three-game weekend, and then you're going to get mid-season, midweek games that, you know, you're able to put more into as teams, not have to hold on to pitching for 32 innings when you would usually settle for 27. So I'm ready for them to go back. I don't like
1: the move. All right, Heath Hinton, Big Gold Nation. Heath, thanks for joining us uh, this afternoon. We appreciate it. Food for thought, this is not an excuse, but the Golden Eagles have played four games over the weekend, had travel trouble getting back. They were almost 4 o'clock in the morning getting back. Monday morning, 48 hours later, they're playing another baseball game. I think that's part of what you saw on the field Wednesday night. All right, the boys are down at uh, Ramey Motors in Purvis. Lauren is with them, too, dressing up that pair. That's for certain. We'll uh, see what's happening at Rainy Motors right after this. Southern Miss to the
0: top. Friday edition of the Eagle Hour, live at Rammy Motors today in Purvis. Come down and see them. A lot of stuff going on. Lots of stuff in the parking lot, inventory everywhere in the building. Also happy to have uh, be joined down here by Dakota Baker. We'll get Dakota just in a second. Brandon, Kelly, Luke, live at Remy Motors, Bob Getty at the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Third segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by 4th Street Bar & Grill. Located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, if you can't make it to the Pete this week, but you're grabbing dinner tonight, all uh, four games this weekend, against Middle Tennessee will be broadcast at 4th Street Bar & Grill. Fried Catfish Friday, of course, today, and it's always endorsed by Bob Getty. 4th Street Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of the Eagle Hour. We are joined by Dakota Baker here live at Ramey Motors. Happy to, to be here. Now, we were walking around, my wife's with me today, Dakota, and we pulled in the lot. You got a new Ford 2021 Ford Bronco out there. The
4: Bronco has hit the lot, man. We got the Sport Edition out there. Had made the, the big ones, haven't got here yet. Me and a couple guys from here have got some ordered. Um, inventory's getting better on the car side. I know Taylor and uh, Brian put out a big message earlier this week that, you know, if you want to get rid of your car, man, you don't have to trade them in here we're buying cars like crazy right now um and giving usually above average retail on them so if, if you know anybody that needs to get rid of their car right now bring it up here we'll give you a fair trade in on them
0: i did it for me i mean my my f-150s out here but you know you talk about this uh, this new ford ford bronco you got one coming and they kind of release it in two different sizes but you know it's it's kind of uh it's pretty cool they bringing it back after you know a 25 years or so and you haven't seen one out there. Ramy Motors has one. You can come look at it. And this one, this one down here, has got a turbo
4: in it. Yeah, got the little 1.5 liter turbo. Got the, uh, I want to say that's the cactus gray. That's the color that I have coming in the uh, man size Bronco. Um, but yeah, the, it's, it's a real, real neat little vehicle, man. I'm glad Ford's put that out. You know, Chevy come out with the Blazer, and I, I think it kind of just, you know, I don't, I think Chevy could have done better on that, man. Um, we Get the more Americana out there. But yeah, man, it's a. Uh, it's it's a neat little vehicle, dude. I'm ready to get mine here. So, what, what's the difference between yours and that one? So that one right there is more of your mommy mobile kind of like. I really don't know how to say it. like don't
0: don't hate because they're people know, need mommy mobile. I, I
4: know they do. It's more like like we talked earlier a Ford Escape Sport. Yeah, that's what it is. And they wanted to kind of run both both planes with it because the Chevy Blazer's doing well. But man, you got guys like us. I, I I've wanted a Bronco since I was ten, and I was actually going to buy one last year to restore. And then literally a week later, boom, Ford releases, hey, I'm hey, we're fixing to build the Bronco. And then yeah. me and my mom, I call my mom and say, hey, let's do it. Both of them put reservations in right there and bam. So. And,
2: and I hear, and you can tell us this is true or false, that there's the new Ford Bronco Al Cowlings OJ Simpson edition that only goes 80 miles an hour, and there's a free handgun in the glove compartment. Yeah, 357. Okay, okay. So if you want the Al Cowlings edition, you, and some of you older people will understand that, that. I don't know what you're talking about, Sam. Yeah, the younger people, Brandon's going out. Even Brandon understands it. Okay, he's young. Really, this is now spring. Everything's starting to germinate, and grass is growing. you got mowers Man, where you're at right Man, mowers is
4: crazy. Uh, we just picked Husqvarna up last week, got them in the house. Um, they're doing really well with us right now. That's They're really good entry-level mower, just like we do with Gravely. Our commercials have been doing well with them, but is a really, really great price point mower. Uh, offers 0% financing on those for 48 months, just like we do Gravely. Um, you know, it's... It's been great here. That's really all we've got right now, man. we got about 700 mowers and a couple of tractors. How now, many? Which, uh, 700. How many? Right at seven, six, wow. fifty. Yeah, but they're
2: not going to last very long. You know? I, mean, you, I know, you, yeah, but you I think... just
4: yeah, that's that's it. I mean, that's that's one thing that is fulfilled that have not come from overseas, you know, and everything's in the states. So that's covid's. Covid has finally caught up with us. Some we as far all, as on power sports side, you know, every time y'all come here, we've usually got a lot of at least it's either full of tractors or either you know twenty five or thirty side by But I mean, it's. It's finally getting to us a little bit. We're getting implements in, which is good for the tractors. But man, we've got about 190 two tractors in transit. Right?
2: So you talk about Husqvarna now in-house. When you guys decide to do business with a particular company, what are some of the things you look for before you offer their products?
4: Reliability and how long they've been around. That's, everybody's like, well, Gravely's not a huge a huge brand down south. Well, Gravely is really the original zero-turn. They've been around since 1916. They're real big on the east coast, um, kind of through the, you know, the Virginias in that area. Um, Georgia, really, really big in Georgia. Um, but that's what we look at, man, like Honda. I mean, what do you think when you think Honda? reliability i mean all day and that's what we want here i mean yeah we can there's other mower brands that are more flashy and and look cooler but at the end of the day do you want a mower that looks cool or you just want to cut grass most luck for your buck. There you, Buck.
0: Absolutely. Go. Now I went down under the the gravely Banner, took a left here in the showroom, and there is a massive camo G three boat in there that looks awesome.
4: Yes, we got a. Uh, that's that's another thing, man. Boats have been great for us, but as soon as they get in, they sell. That's uh, one of our deluxe twenty foot bay boats. Um, actually, just sold a while ago. So we we're fixing me out <laughs> of bay boats again. Um, all we got left is two party barges. So Kelly, I'm still got yours with a sticker over there. Whenever you get ready, baby.
2: Those, those pontoons better be reinforced, buddy, because you know. Hey, try. Tune.
0: look my, my buddy logan cook got a g3 he's the punter for the jags he was uh a couple miles offshore and pulled up on a sandbar and everybody out there started throwing their beverages into the ocean because they thought he was a game warden because he was <laughs> in a camo boat in the atlantic ocean but he testifies that, that g3 uh good stuff here um wh- where's our uh Where's our side by sides? Where's our UTVs, man?
4: Um, I I don't know. We we've got probably two or three hundred in transit, just but it, not getting here. It I speaks
0: mean. to the fact that you guys know what people want. Yep. And if they if you don't have it on lot right now. You can get it, and you know exactly how to spice them up. You guys, we talk all the time about the side by sides. You, you had the light bars, the sound bars. You guys can do all that here.
4: Mud tires, winches. That's what we do. Like you get them in, and you put roof, you put the windshield, sound bar, winch, stick stoppers. I mean, you get all that dressed out for them, because I mean, they're at the end of the day, they're going to sell stock, or they're going to sell if you got a cabin heater kit in them right now. I mean, we got we had four side by sides come in yesterday, and they're all gone.
2: Now, Ramey Motors in 2020 was named Car Guru's top-rated dealer. What do you have to do to, to earn that honor? Customer service
4: that's the biggest thing with car gurus customer service they go a lot off of the reviews um car guys do a great job over there without following up with customers and uh you know it's, it's used vehicles too so if something were to go wrong um bring it back in and make the deal right you know just you know always just pride yourself on customer service and we do that as well on power sports so um but i mean we...
2: and this just not this isn't just a place to to buy things the service side you want to tell t- people too about you know oil changes and just the everything. Things and a lot some... of people
4: don't realize that everything we sell we have certified technicians for everything gravely husqvarna yamaha i mean we can service boats tractors and it don't have to be a case here it can be a john deere it can be a Kubota. it can be any mower you got i mean we do it all i mean we're not going to if you didn't buy it from us that doesn't bother us bring it down we'll service anything you got just bring it down
2: so you think that that the covid you're talking about post-covid when, Dakota, will we be back with the service, the, uh, the... Inventory. Yeah, inventory lines. When will things start to loosen up a you little know, bit? You me know, and, me and our general manager have discussions
4: once a month about it, and we try to get with all of our bigger reps and higher-up reps. And, and we, you know, we were a legend craft dealer now, but the boats were supposed to be here a week ago, and our coal of aluminum got pushed back for another three months Wow, so, it's just—is
2: it the truckers aren't driving? They're, I mean, I think in numbers got, that I, they used to. I think or?
4: they got the hammer down, man. They just none of the products getting here that they need. I mean, us right now with boats is aluminum. I ordered a um, little marsh boat last June, and Allwell told me it will not be in this year. This Good. year, this year, I ordered it last year. About it just three. shows
0: you how something like that disrupts all of the it does the supply. Man. Chain. And then
4: Honda, you know, Honda's warehouses are full, are filling up with units right now, but. I mean, some of the parts, like exhaust, some of them are just missing exhaust. Because I, I mean, one dealer got some the other day, and that's that's what happened. They just didn't have all the parts, and so they can't send wow. anything to us. I mean, the the warehouses are filling up. But literally, I think the whole joke with the little the big ship stuck in the canal, I think we have product mm-hmm. on the ship. Honestly, I really think we had on there for Honda was a lot of product.
0: I'm not sure if I've asked you this. You've covered this before. I'm sorry. Can, can people call you and say, we'd like to get on a wait list, and as soon as something yeah,
4: comes in? Absolutely. We do it really, really, really big on boats right now because um, actually this week we have pre-sold four boats that are coming in on our next shipment uh, next week. And I man, anything we got like now, Honda's going to be pretty tough. Um, you know, I called G 3s factory. Hey, you've got these four boats loading out next week, and these four the following, and these three the following. So that, I mean, those orders were for, were put in last not this January, last January, and they're just now getting here.
2: So, so your boats are stuck on boats, literally. And
4: then <laughs> yeah. some of that, and it, and that's what people are like. Well, how is that work? It's, it's the aluminum. That's what it is. I mean, these all these boats are all aluminum boats, um, and it's it's. It blows my mind that some of the stuff that we're just now getting and it gives us an order date is crazy. You got
0: package deals here, too. And one of the things people don't realize is, man, there's all oh, out here, there's all these uh, all these lawn mowers, trailers, too. And a lot of people don't think about the trailer aspect, but you guys got tons of trailers. Man, we, yeah,
4: that is a big thing that we just don't have room to advertise up front. Well, you know, we hit marketplace really hard, and we got anywhere from a 6x10, 6x14, all the way up to 24 foot trailers that you can haul dozers on.
0: All right, about 30 seconds left, uh, Dakota. Um, people need to know, going into the summer, um, pitch it to them right now.
4: Man, right now is the best time to buy a mower because that's all you can really buy right now. Everything else <laughs> is sold out. I mean, you can't get it. So if, if you want to do something, buy a mower, get on the grass, put your headphones in, get your root beer, and get after it. And come see me at Raymond Motors, and we'll hook you up.
0: Come see Dakota. He's hooked me up several times. Dakota, thanks for letting us be down here today. Kelly, uh, when we, we take a break and come back, going to do our picks. Lauren Johnson going to school us all. That's uh, kind of what we've heard. Through the grapevine,
2: do you think it'll happen? I just know that prior to the show when she was notified, she she started to get on her phone and do extensive research. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll
0: find out. We'll do our picks live from Ramey Motors. Bob will join us back. Eagle Hour continues right after this.
1: to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, I want to thank the guys down at Ramey Motors for having the Eagle Hour on site. We enjoy our visit down there every month and encourage you to go to Ramey Motors if you're looking for a lawnmower, a boat, a car, a truck. They got a bunch of stuff, and uh, it is a man's paradise at the Ramey Motors in Purvis. This segment of the show is sponsored by our really good friends at D1 and D-Bat Training. We were down there Wednesday, as you may know. Had a great time. The guys... uh Really put on a good show there, especially Luke. He's paying a little bit for it now, but we appreciate his sacrifice. And I want to remind you about D1 D-Bat. If there's a young athlete in your family, or or maybe you're an athlete yourself, a weekend warrior. They've got training programs for adults to kids. Uh, D1 D-Bat, Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. We're going to go back down to regular...
2: If you're a washed-up athlete, too, Bob, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: not going to say that. but uh, Luke
2: Luke's not he's yeah. not smiling right now. But it's, yeah, it better a washed-up athlete than a washed-up TV personality. <laughs> All right, now, look, we'll turn the car around right now if we
1: have to. Don't make me All come right. over there. separate anyway. them, separate them. All right, we got a special Ooh, guest today for the last segment of the show this week, uh, Lauren Johnson. Uh, Luke's better half. Lauren is clearly better looking than anybody down there and a lot smarter than the two guys that do the show with me too so lauren we're we're glad to have you uh do your picks kelly tells me you've been researching this since you arrived
3: well i wouldn't go with extensive research i did simple google searches
2: Uh, The old SGS, Bob, a simple Google search. Are you ready to go? Lauren is the only reason. She's the only reason I'm not on Luke like Oprah on a cheesecake right now. (laughs) Yes, I'm
3: I'm the uh, separator. (laughs) I'm the one that will be turning the car around. I chauffeured them both.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, she did. All
0: right, right, let's get into this real quick before we do it. Softball on the road uh, this weekend softball uh, at UAB to end the regular season. They start tonight at 6 p.m. Kendall Rogers uh, announcing that the regional host we thought they were going to be announced on May the 10th on Monday. That will be pushed back to Thursday or Friday of next week because the championship oversight panel has to uh, clear it. All right, let's jump into Conference USA picks. Dakota Baker sitting in here with us, too. All right. Tonight, FAU at Western Kentucky. Dakota. FAU.
2: Yeah, I'll take the Owls, too. Are we talking about just one game no, or the, the t- weekend? T- tell your tell you weekend. which weekend.
4: You got. Oh, yeah, two out of three are Owls, I think. Well, you we got, got four. So oh, it's four this weekend? Yeah. Um, no, more. I don't
1: know. No, I'll take three out of four.
2: Three I'll take the Owls out three, three
4: out of
3: four. Lauren? I got two-two. You're
1: going to split? No. Oh, listen here. Uh, I like the Owls. I really like the coaching staff a lot. Great guys. I'm going to say the Owls win three of four.
0: FAU needs to make a final push if there's any hope for them, so I'm going to say they take three out of four up in Bowling Green. All right, Charlotte Marshall, the absolute worst team in the conference. We saw what they did to Louisiana Tech. Can Marshall disrupt uh, some Charlotte plans possibly to host Marshall at Charlotte? Dakota.
4: I think they do. I think they upset them. I think they go 3-1.
0: Wow! I'm wow! Of, Marshall? Yes, sir. I'm
4: gonna do it. This is it. Wow. It happens every year. Somebody's got to take the heat, man. Dakota, we're trying so hard to keep kids I off say, drugs. I
2: know, I know, but I'm telling you, watch it, watch <laughs> it, Kelly. Okay. okay, no, no, no way. Charlotte, Lauren, B.
0: Charlotte sweeps.
1: Bob, I'm with I'm with Lauren. Charlotte sweeps the series.
0: I think Charlotte will win three of four. Marshall's going to do something. Mm. Old Dominion at UTSA, another trip-up opportunity. Old Dominion makes the long trip.
4: Dakota. UTSA. Man, Look listen I'm to the kind of, listen here. to this
1: guy. What is happening Man. this
4: weekend. Get him to the sports. There's books. something in the water. I'm <laughs> He's going to be. Yeah. Did you not <laughs> and, do
3: not do simple and, Google searches. Yeah. Ooh,
2: no, no, I don't go by Google. I've <laughs> yeah, lost <laughs> money going Google. Jelly. There's something in the water. Dakota's uh-huh. drinking it. I'll yep. tell you that. Yep. Um, no, the long trip. ODU that's going to have jet lag. A split. Two split. two. I'd split. Yeah. Wow. say three one. Who?
3: ODU three.
2: Wow, yeah. TSA won. I'm gonna go three
0: one also. I think old Dominion will stumble tonight and then they'll they'll pick up the pieces the rest of the weekend. Rice at UAB really doesn't mean much at all, but what you got, Dakota? I
1: like UAB.
2: How many? What three is, to one.
1: Well, now that could be right, Dakota. You could be right on that one. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Two, two
2: two two. If they could both lose every game they would. It's a split. <laughs> two games each. Lauren.
3: I'm a two two as well.
2: Bob,
1: I like UAB to win the series three games to one.
0: I'm going with a split two-two. Louisiana Tech and Miami against FIU. Dakota, be bold again, my friend.
4: I like La Tech.
2: Yeah, FIU's been really disappointing. I like they, La Tech on that one for sure. Yeah, they've really been disappointing this year. But I think I think like I said, baseball—it's tough to sweep anybody. I'll it take, is, man. It's, it don't matter how good. You I'll are. take the Bulldogs four. three out of four. I'm uh,
3: La Tech three one.
0: Bob?
1: Yeah, La Tech wins three of the four games.
0: I'm the same. Tech three, FIU one. Alright, final Middle Tennessee at Southern Miss. Eagles throwing the same rotation out there. Middle Tennessee playing for their tournament life. Eagles got to close it out. Dakota, what you got? Eagles sweep.
2: Oh. It's tough to beat anybody. for. Don't jinx four.
0: us. They're doing it. Eagle hour people hate you jinxing us. So go low on this one. Don't go high.
2: Well, no, I was going to say three out of four. Okay. I don't think it's just tough to sweep I anybody. I think they're bringing the rain, man. It's
4: time. They well, do.
2: Lauren?
3: Yeah, this is the one that I did not search for because it's my alma mater,
0: Eagles sweep.
1: There wow. I think the Eagles win Friday and both games Saturday and do what we've been doing all year and not play well on Sunday.
0: I'm gonna go with my wife. Uh, She taught me how to operate a broom, so I'm gonna go sweep
3: too.
1: Yeah, you're smart.
2: And he has to. And he has to. And he has to ride home with her this afternoon too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Lauren, we were glad to have you on the Eagle Hour. I'm sorry we couldn't surround you with more articulate company, but you're welcome on the show. Sometimes you can just do it, and we'll cut those guys out. Does that work? I think that works.
3: We I can think make so. that work. Yeah, I
1: think so. All right, I've that... got
3: some ideas for you.
1: <laughs> okay, well, sh- be sure you share those. No, seriously, I do. Yeah. Okay, I will. Uh-huh. I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> All right, a great week on the Eagle Hour. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Thanks to uh, Dakota and the great guys at uh, Ramy's. Until next time, Southern Miss. To the, the top. top. To the